Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Wednesday, February the 8th, and on this day in 1968, actor Gary Coleman was born. What you talking about, Willis? I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Mall of Georgia Dodge Jeep Chrysler. A driver died after running into a tree and a mobile home in Buford. The Gasol Speaker Series Talk on Crime and Policing focused heavily on national issues of police brutality. And GGC's men's and women's tennis programs saw their long winning streaks end. We have all this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford or go online and find them at mallofgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. A driver was killed Sunday night when the vehicle they were driving left a roadway and hit a mobile home in Buford, injuring the people inside, according to Gwinnett County Police. Master Police Officer Hideshi Valley said Jordan Gonzalez was driving west on Horizon Parkway when he was unable to stay on the road as he was approaching Boulder Way. The intersection is located in the countryside of Gwinnett Mobile Home Community. Gonzalez's vehicle went into the front yard of a mobile home on Boulder Way and hit a tree before slamming into another mobile home located down the street. The police department's accident investigation unit is handling the investigation into the accident. Valley said in addition to the car's collision with the mobile home, debris from the vehicle and the tree also hit three vehicles that were parked in the driveway of the second mobile home. When Gwinnett County Police Chief J.D. McClure saw the video of Memphis police officers beating Tyree Nichols, it stirred feelings he had not felt in more than 30 years. McClure said of the video of Nichols being beaten and sustaining injuries that he later died from shocked and upset him. When was the last time he felt that upset over a video from a police beating? It was the video of Los Angeles police beating Rodney King in 1991, although McClure said the Nichols video was worse. McClure, along with other law enforcement personnel, discussed issues facing law enforcement and how they tried to make inroads in the community during the panel at Gas South District Speaker Series. Fox 5 anchor Courtney Bryan moderated the panel discussion. The panel discussed tools such as an ATF database that Gwinnett police have used to help discover links between gun-wielding people they have arrested in crimes in other states, as well as outreach efforts to young people, such as the Sheriff's Cup football game, to try to prevent kids from being lured into joining gangs. But the event was held weeks after the death of Nichols. With news about Memphis police officers being fired and charged with crimes stemming from the incident coming out since then. Near the end of the panel discussion, Brian asked the panelists about the Nichols case. GBI Director Michael Register stated that it angered him 
and that few get more angry about seeing police brutality than those who have to get up and put on the uniform the next day and try to rebuild the trust in police that has been eroded. McCord offered an apology despite the incident happening in Memphis and talked about how these officers' actions undermine the trust that the police have tried to rebuild nationwide in light of various police brutality issues. Georgia lawmakers want to increase the sentence for gang recruitment activities as part of tough-on-crime push under the gold dome of this legislative session. A new state Senate bill would increase the penalties for recruiting some to join a gang or to participate in gang activity through mandatory minimum sentencing guidelines that judges would have to follow in most cases. Sponsored by Senator Bo Hatchett, Senate Bill 44 has the backing of Governor Brian Kemp and Lieutenant Governor Burt Jones. The bill requires judges to impose at least five-year prison sentences for violation of the law. If the person who has been recruited to the gang is under 17 years of age or has a disability, the mandatory minimum penalty is steeper, at least 10 years for the first offense. The legislation provides some exemptions to the mandatory minimum sentences, including the accused has not already been convicted of a felony or if the judge decides that the interest of the justice will not be served. It also provides an exemption to the minimum sentencing rules if the accused helps with identifying and convicting other gang members. Not everyone agrees that the bill's sentences for gang recruitment would help solve Georgia's crime problem. Senate Democrats would prefer to reduce the number of guns on the streets in Georgia and increase community investments, mental health, and violence prevention programs, according to a legislative agenda released on Tuesday. The bill has a strong shot of success in what has been a slow start to the legislative session. 22 state Republicans have signed on as co-sponsors. The top-seeded Georgia Gwinnett College men's tennis team couldn't capitalize on early victories in suffering a 4-3 loss to number 2 seed Kaiser University of Florida in a down-the-wire final of the Intercollegiate Tennis Association's inaugural NAIA Indoor Championship on Sunday night in Overland Park, Kansas. The loss ends the Grizzlies' historic 173-match winning streak, which has been the longest active winning streak in collegiate sports and the history of collegiate tennis. Those winning ways span seven undefeated seasons and dual matches since April 3, 2015. On the women's side, the Georgia Gwinnett College women's team valiantly fought to the bitter end and nearly completing a dramatic singles comeback in a 4-3 loss at Kaiser University during Sunday's championship match of the Intercollegiate Athletic Association's inaugural NAIA Indoor Championship. The finale featured a matchup of the NAIA's top two teams, which also happened to be the top two seeds in the weekend tournament. Sunday's loss ended the Grizzlies' 63-match winning streak dating back to March 27, 2019. The two teams look to start a new winning streak this weekend. The GGC women will host Emory at the GGC Tennis Facility on Saturday, while the men will be hosting the Citadel. It's almost Valentine's Day, and love is in the air. Hi, I'm Peggy Slappy with Peggy Slappy Properties. My team and I have been playing matchmaker for 40 years in Gwinnett County. 
We've been matching home sellers and home buyers to make their dreams come true. We can make yours come true as well. Give us a call at 770-271-5555 or find us online at psponline.com. Whether buying, selling, financing, relocating, investing, or any other number of services, our team of dedicated, experienced professionals are here to serve you. Choose the best. Why talk to Tom M. Wages Funeral Home Service today? You remove the financial and emotional stress from your loved ones. On the worst day of their lives, your family doesn't need to add financial stress to the pain of loss. You protect them. A pre-funded, pre-arranged funeral allows your family to grieve and mourn without the worry of how to pay. Plus, the peace of mind you have knowing everything is taken care of is priceless. Don't leave the worry and stress to your loved ones. Take care of your funeral prearrangements now. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages today at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a family four-pack of tickets to Fernbank Museum. Just call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets for Fernbank. Hello, Canada and hockey fans in the United States and Newfoundland. And now we check in with our friends from the Atlanta Gladiators. Hello, hockey fans. It's time to check in with your Atlanta Gladiators. Over the weekend, your Glad split a series with the Savannah Ghost Pirates, knocking them off 7-3 in Savannah and then falling 5-4 in Duluth. Tonight, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits will be in town in its food drive and $5 Wednesday. Enjoy $5 tickets as the Glads take on the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. The Gwinnett Sports Commission is hosting a food drive accepting donations of the following on behalf of Lawrenceville Co-op. Canned vegetables and soup, peanut butter, jelly, fruit cups, boxed mac and cheese, oatmeal packets, and bag snacks. Friday night, your glads will be on the road at the Jacksonville Iceman. That game starts at 7 p.m. You can find the link to watch or listen at atlantagladiators.com. And then Saturday and Sunday, we've got a pair of home games. The Cincinnati Cyclones come to Duluth. And Saturday, that is going to be the Teddy Bear Toss. It's the biggest night of the season. Bring a teddy bear or stuffed animal, and when the glads score their first goal, throw it on the ice. All stuffed animals are collected by the team and donated to children in need. This event is presented by Beaver Toyota. And Sunday's promotion is $15 kids tickets. Join the Gladiators for Sunday hockey and your kids can enjoy $15 tickets. For more information and to find tickets, please head over to AtlantaGladiators.com. For the Gwinnett Daily Post Podcast, I'm Matt Golden. At Gwinnett Technical College, Our students are more than just a number. Gwinnett Tech grads are qualified, workforce-ready employees in high-wage fields. Gwinnett Technical College recently named Amber Walden Humanities Program Director, the school's Rick Perkins Instructor of the Year. Walden, who was born and raised in Gwinnett County, now lives in Lawrenceville. She's an active member of the local arts scene and is currently organizing and developing an LARP, or Live Action Role Play, organization. Walden said she discovered her love of teaching during a graduate assistantship and quickly found that she loved teaching. Her passion, she said, is helping students to learn, grow, achieve, and succeed. 
The Rick Perkins Award for Excellence in Technical Instruction began in 1991 and is designed to recognize and honor technical college instructors who contribute significantly to technical education through innovation and leadership in their fields. Less than two weeks after stepping down at Parkview, Eric Godfrey is a Gwinnett head football coach again. Godfrey was announced Tuesday as the head coach at North Gwinnett, where he replaces the outgoing Bill Stewart. Stewart left North to become the analyst on the Georgia Tech football coaching staff. Godfrey accepted the North job when he resigned from Parkview, but the two sides couldn't make the hire official until Tuesday when the Gwinnett County Public Schools school-to-school -school transfer window opened. Before taking the North job, Godfrey had deep ties to Parkview, his alma mater, where he was Parkview assistant from 1993 to 2003 and spent the last nine seasons as head coach of the Lilburn School, going 70 and 37. He won two regional titles in that span and led three of his teams to the state quarterfinals, including one Final Four team. Parkview features a large number of Georgia's top underclassmen recruits and figures to be one of the state's top teams next season, but Godfrey couldn't pass up the opportunity at North. Godfrey is a 1994 Park grad who played college football at Presbyterian, spent 10 years as head coach at Loganville before being hired at Parkview to replace legendary coach Cecil Flo. His wife, Janelle, was formerly head volleyball coach at Parkview, and his daughters Jordan, a 2021 Parkview grad, and Brooke, a Parkview senior, played volleyball at the school. The couple's youngest child, son Jacob, is a rising ninth grader who plays football. While Godfrey said he wasn't looking to leave Parkview when North reached out, the timing works out well for his family with his middle daughter graduating Parkview in May and his son entering high school in August. Gwinnett County Public Schools is hiring for a director of construction and contracts engineering. Join Team GCPS and oversee one of the largest construction programs in the Southeast. Pay starts at $93,000 a year. Enjoy great benefits such as being in the teacher's retirement system and generous vacation as well as paid time off. This is a 12-month position. Applicants must have a bachelor's degree and 10 years experience in architecture, construction, contract administration, project management, field supervision, or related field. To apply, head over to gcpsjobs.org today. From the water that flows from your tap to the roads you drive on on your way to work, Gwinnett County government provides high-quality services to residents every day. Our residents, businesses, schools, local governments, and nonprofits have a long tradition of working together to make Gwinnett the best place to live, work, play, and raise a family. Together, we'll ensure that Gwinnett is a place where everyone thrives. Learn more about county services at GwinnettCounty.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at GwinnettGov. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know that over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa Flash briefing on your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved.